0: You're listening to the Sanctuary Church Q&A podcast where lead pastor John Alexander answers questions submitted from members of our live studio audience. For more information about Sanctuary Church, visit us online at scorlando.com. Let's uh, let's start with a classic, perhaps the most timeless question that could be asked. Why do bad things happen to God's people? Uh, Let me start with this. You have to go back to the beginning. The fall of man was astronomical because it changed everything, it changed the umbrella. And what happened was when Adam fell, he gave really this world over to to a satanic place of authority. And so at that point, um, man, where, you know, the Lord said, you will die. But yet he lived, but he did die. Because what happened was the degeneration process started. Uh, He died immediately spiritually, progressively in the soulless realm, and then ultimately man would die now physically. And so in all of that, now the Bible refers to Satan in in various places, but in one, Ephesians 2.2, as the prince of the powers of this air, of the air, of this world. And so we say, all right, Um, but Christ came to redeem the world. He did. So redemption reversed the curse, right? So now we look around where he died immediately spiritually, now he is given immediate spiritual life. So when you accept Jesus Christ, immediately you have life in Jesus Christ. But then progressively, you begin to grow in grace. There is a maturity, a maturation that takes place in your life. You are learning to have a closer, more intimate relationship with God. You are coming out from under the old uh, uh, leadership in your life, and now you're learning how to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, and you're no longer surrendered to darkness, but you're living in light. And then ultimately, we're going to be given an eternal body, who according to Philippians 3.20, is going to fashion our body like unto His glorious body. So we we recognize and we we see that, that uh, it all started in in the garden. So part of what we see is a product of thousands of years of sin and the compounding of that And now, in addition to that, you have man that is, in many ways, grown further and further and further and further away from righteousness. We that are redeemed are are brought back in, but we're not perfectly and completely redeemed as far as the whole of this. The Bible says in Romans, the eighth chapter, that um, this earth is waiting for full redemption. We're not fully redeemed yet. Our spirit is, but there's more growth that has to happen yet in our life and there's ultimately the full redemption of this world so when you see uh, and you look around and you say well there's global warming and all these things these things are still a product of the fall but there will be a day that the earth will be fully redeemed in fact not just redeemed renovated and renovated by fire we will have a brand new earth and so on and and so forth so we look at those things and we recognize all of those things but we also realize now that Christ clearly told us in Matthew 5 and 45 because sometimes we think if we're not careful when we're saved that um, we kind of live in a different world but the Bible said that it rains on the just and the unjust just because you're saved doesn't mean that you don't have to put the umbrella up when it rains right and so things come to our life we discover that Satan is ever going around seeking for a place to accuse the brethren and bring destruction we learn a lot of that in Job the first chapter where he's going about he's looking for an opportunity to bring accusation and then, uh, you know, there's a lot of story there. But really what's happening is he's, uh, he's talking to God. And God says, uh, hey, have you considered my... Uh, I got one that's really good. Have you considered Job? It's like he pulled his wallet out and said, hey, I got some cool pictures here of Job. And, you know, does Job really fear you for this? He really live a righteous life or not. So you guys know the story. So there was an effect, and attack on, on his life. But let me give you five points that I jotted down to go along with some of the things you said that I think will be helpful in all of this as well. Is that all right? So, so here they are. Um, first of all, Satan wants to destroy your life. Okay? John 10, 10. I'm waiting for somebody to say it. For the thief. And to kill, right? But I am come that you might have life and that more abundantly. So you have this, this antithetical, you, you know, you have this dichotomy here of, of Christ came to give life and to give light and to give liberty, but Satan is still working uh, in this world to work in the war against our life. Remember what Peter even uh, was told by Christ, and was it Luke 22, 30, 31? He said, Satan has desired to have you and to sift you as wheat. Uh, how, how many among us at one point in time didn't feel like we were targeted right by Satan, that he was trying to sift us as wheat? And sometimes um, you, know, you think, he's coming against Christians as much or more than anybody because he wants to bring the ruination of our life and so on and so forth. So, Satan wants to destroy us. Let me give you a number two. Um, this doesn't sound good, but we reap what we sow. Um, you know, Galatians 6, 6 and following. You know, God is not uh, mocked. You know, whatsoever things we sow, that's what we also reap. If we sow to the flesh of the flesh, we'll reap corruption. If we sow to the Spirit of the Spirit, we'll reap life everlasting. and be not weary in well-doing, for we shall reap in due season. What is due season? It is the God season. If we faint or we don't give up, it's a, it's a spiritual termination, a determination of uh, persistency uh, in our life. So um, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of us, I can definitely say myself, um, we've, we've sown things ultimately to reap those things back into our life. So we want to say God did it. But you and I know that wasn't a God thing. That was a you thing or a me thing that, that created uh, that problem. I mean, if you pull out in the middle of traffic, you're gonna get hit. This is when it's gonna happen. It's just you're gonna reap what you sow. And so uh number three, God is working in the wise of my life. Uh, somebody said that over here. And where that is is if you looked at um 1 Corinthians 12 and, and you you look, or 2 Corinthians 12, verses 1 through 10, you get around that that those verses where Paul is coming, the thorn in the flesh and, and, and so forth, you know, in his often infirmities and so forth, and he sought the Lord three times about, this is a, you know, this is a powerful man of God. And in that, the Lord speaks back to him, and I think it is in verse nine, and he says, uh, my grace unto you, for in your weakness is my strength, I am strong, is my strength made perfect, And then Paul gets all excited and says, you know, a little more than I would. Well, I will most gladly glory in my infirmities. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know if I'll go that far with the whole thing. But uh, yeah, so there are things that God is wanting to reveal about himself in our life. What we have to realize is when we get, when we accept Christ, that begins a process. He's also recruiting us into service, not just bringing us into sonship. But in that, he has to, and he begins us on a a course of maturation and development. Now, some people live a life as a spiritual pygmy, and they never go anywhere. You know, what would you do if your son and daughter just said, you know what, I'm never going to leave the house. I'm just staying here forever. Well, I wouldn't move. We'd just get another house and say, it's yours, buddy. But when it's all said and done, that's not normal, right? You know, normal is that they take and they mature, they develop. They take responsibility and then they start sharing that responsibility with other people in their life, i.e. a family and so on. So it is with the Lord and He begins to grow us and He begins to develop us. But through that maturation process, it is both good and bad that comes into our life. So we're experiencing, you know, we want all the, you know, the goodies of God in, in that, that grace, but the grace also brings things that are developmental to our life. If I didn't go through the storm, how would I really know how much He is the God of the storm, right? There are some things that I bet you everyone in this place, given time, you could testify, uh, maybe not while you were in it, but on the other side of it, you can say, I'm going to tell you what God brought me through. Amen? Amen? And because of that, it brought growth. So out of that, we realize God is working in the wise of my life and in those areas. Um, I think in other areas, we don't always see the bigger picture it kind of goes with that that fourth area or that uh, third area and it is we don't see God's eternal plan we just see that limited this is the way i want it this is the way i planned it so god wants us to get the i out of the way and put the him in there on what he wants so his will will be done but in doing that we need to broaden the scope of our spiritual perspective Well, one way we do that is through the experiences we have the other way is we're broadened through the word of god and the spirit of god and another way is we're broadened through the fellowship that we have with one another that we learn through each other i'll be honest with you i love to learn but if it's problems i would rather learn from your problems than me have problems if somebody has to go through uh, you know uh, a real difficult place you go through it and tell me what it was like so i don't have to amen <laughs> You know, so, uh, and, and then lastly, I think that it, it's, a, uh, it's a John uh, 9, 1 through 3. Do you, do you remember when there was a blind man brought to Jesus and the disciples immediately, Master, who has sinned? You know, did his mom sin? Did his dad sin? Is he a reprobate? You know, and God said nobody did. Jesus said no one did. But this is for the glory of God. There are some things that happen in our life just for the glory of God. God knows he can trust us God knows that you're gonna make it through it because he's got your he's got you're in the problem but he's got all of that in his hand right you know the old he's got the whole world in his hand he really does and so in that he wants to take us through it to bring glory unto his name so my thing with to you is if you want to get out of your issue quicker start giving Him glory a whole lot faster Amen. Amen. amen so um uh, I don't know. Did that answer Did that answer a question? I think it answered several questions. Uh. <laughs>